Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Rita Roy, CEO at the National Spine Health Foundation, and I'm your host for the Get Back to It podcast, where we tell real stories of healing and recovery. What does it mean to get back to it? It means overcoming spinal challenges through treatments that work in order to return to the people and activities you love, whatever that looks like for you. It means getting back to your life. We're here to share the success stories of those who did just that. And some of these stories you are not going to believe. At the Get Back To It podcast, our goal is to tell stories of spinal champions who've been able to achieve a better quality of life through spinal health care. Today, I am delighted to be speaking with spinal advocate Ella T. Ella is a rising freshman in high school who enjoys running cross country and dancing. She was diagnosed with scoliosis at 11 years old and needed to wear a brace through middle school. Now that you know what to expect, let's get back to it and dive right into Ella's story. When Ella was around 11 years old, her pediatrician said she might have scoliosis and she should see a specialist. I thought it was going to be a regular appointment until the doctor told my mom and I that I might have scoliosis. I remember being confused and scared. I wasn't even sure what scoliosis was or what needed to be done. Before the diagnosis, I had no back pain, so I didn't know anything was wrong. And the thought of seeing a specialist worried me because I knew it was something serious. Ella and her mother then decided to go see a spine specialist. At first, the doctor said they wanted to monitor me to see if my scoliosis got worse, but by the third appointment, the doctor handed me a brace and told me I would need to wear it for 20 hours a day and have checkups every six months. Getting fitted for the brace was scary because I didn't know what to expect or how long I would have to wear it. I was stuck with it. Ella ended up needing to wear the brace for three years until she was able to stop. Getting used to the brace wasn't easy at first. It came with a lot of challenges that nobody told her about. The first year was very difficult for me. I had to find clothes that would fit the brace, which was hard to find. And I also had to cut back on activities that I really enjoyed. I also had to deal with people staring at me because they could see the outline of the brace through my clothes. It was difficult for me to get used to. Luckily, in the second year of wearing the brace, things got better. When COVID happened, I didn't need to go out as much and I didn't need to worry about people looking at me. I could focus on my health rather than other people's glances. And in April of this year, Ella was finally able to get the brace off for good. I was so happy to be able to do the things I enjoyed again. I started running cross country again and even won a race in May. I'm now able to go to the pool for more than a couple of hours and hang out with my friends without worrying about my brace. Ella, you've had a difficult journey. Thank you for sharing your story so that others will have hope by hearing from you. I know there must be other students listening. Having to wear a brace while being a student must have been so difficult. Did having to wear the brace impact your responsibilities and, and duties as a student? Yes, it did. During PE, you have to change in the locker rooms. And so I would have to take off my brace because I didn't want to get sweaty. 
So the lockers are like a small square and everyone gets one, but the brace would not fit inside that. So I'd ask for a bigger locker to put to put the brace in it to make sure no one took it or put it in the lost and found. That's such a difficult thing, Ella. That's so hard. I mean, you know, you're you're in the locker room, you have to ask for something special and you have this, you know, weird thing that's going on your body and the other girls are looking at that and just kind of curious and wondering what it is and and maybe not not even feeling that they might be making you feel bad by asking about what it is. Yeah. That's so hard. How did your friends react when you told them that you you had to wear the brace, that you needed it for a condition? And how, how did some of them help you with that? They weren't really sure what it was at first, so I did show them. And then they just knew I had to wear it. And they were so happy when I got it off because they have been there for me for all of those years when I was wearing it and they would just treat me like a normal person. So when I did get it off, they didn't even know that I was wearing it in the first place because they were so used to me wearing it. Ella, how many hours did you have to wear the brace? 20 hours a day. Whoa. So you have four hours for a break and that includes your showering time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so hard. How amazing. My goodness. Ella, we know that scoliosis is a big deal, but having to deal with that at a young age must have been really difficult to navigate. Is, is there any advice you have to give other students with scoliosis? What, what would be sort of your top, you know, top three things that you would say to somebody when they first get diagnosed? I would say you need to wear the brace. You have the choice not to, but you could have surgery and you do not want that. You do not want to have metal rods in your back and you want to get through it because it was hard, but you can do it. And it's only around three years until you stop growing and then you will get out of it and you will enjoy your time so much more and be so grateful that you did not have to get surgery and you got through it. That's really great advice, Ella. For some people, the brace is not enough treatment and they end up having to have the surgery. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the the good pieces of information out there is that for the right patient, the brace works perfectly. And if you are compliant, if you do what you're told, you can just do that treatment and you're done. But for some people, they, they do have to have the surgery because their body doesn't respond to the brace or their condition is slightly different. And the good news is that there's minimally invasive surgery, which means, you know, less operating room time, less scars, less incisions. Yeah. And and people do get better and do get back to their lives if they end up having to go the surgical route. But what I think is so interesting for you, Ella, is that you did actually go to see a spine surgeon and your doctor was a spine surgeon. And yet your surgeon said, if we can avoid surgery, let's try to do that. So that that must have been kind of interesting and also scary for you. Yeah. What was that like? I was I was scared to get surgery. I did not want to get surgery. So my mom was really keeping me on track with wearing the brace 20 hours a day. When we were on vacation, I would still wear it 20 hours a day. Maybe I would have a little more time off that week if I talked to my doctor. But other than that, it was 20 hours a day, four hours a day off. That's that's amazing. And, you know, I think about I'm, I'm looking at you now across the screen and across the way and you're just a beautiful young teenager. You've got your whole life ahead of you. 
And yet those middle school years are really hard. Like it's a time when everybody feels awkward about their body or your bodies are changing so much as a middle school student. And, and, and you had to also manage having this condition, which just, I think makes it so much harder. And, you know, I, I just love that you've come to us at the National Spine Health Foundation um, saying, I want to help. Yeah. I want to help other people who, who are going to have to go through what I've been through. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've embraced you and welcomed you into our community here. We're so thankful to have you. You're, you are now a spinal champion advocate. So people can reach out to you and ask you questions. Tell me what that feels like for you. How did that feel when we said, Come on in and share your story. I wanted to share my story. I want to help others, other people. I just want to help other people and help them get through their journey and their struggles. Right. And to be able to share some of the things you learned along the way. Yes. What would you say would would be sort of some of the top things that come to mind for you about like, oh, I wish I had known this. I wish I had known where to get the brace tank tops to put under the brace so you didn't have to wear surgical tank tops that are very thick material, aren't comfortable. I wish I knew where to get clothes that would not show the outline of the brace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so finding the right kinds of things that help you feel more comfortable physically, but then also just kind of help sort of diminish the impact of of having that thing on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So we're really excited about having you be part of our community and giving you a platform to be able to share advice to other young young girls and boys who are having to go through scoliosis treatment. Yeah. I have another question that's kind of floating through my mind, Ella, as we're talking when you first heard the word scoliosis, was it hard for you to say that word? Like, was it a word that was new in your vocabulary? Kind, yeah, I didn't know what it was. It's not something very common that people know of. Right, you just don't hear that word very often. Or when you hear that word, you just sort of don't know what it is, right? Or it sounds sounds scary. Did it sound scary? Yeah. <laughs> well, this month, um, we are talking today is... June uh, 17th. And so we're, we've, we've just come out of the pandemic. There was maybe a little bit of a silver lining there uh, for you that, you know, you had that year off of school with wearing the brace at home. Yeah. You know, so if uh, I think all of us during the pandemic were looking for silver linings, right? Like where is there something that any good that could possibly be coming out of this? Yeah. One little piece of good news was that you had a year where, you know, you didn't have to be around people at school or have to deal with the locker room or all of that. So, yeah. So that's good. So we're in June now and a lot of people are vaccinated. Cases are down. Things are opening. Masks mandates are being lifted and it's scoliosis awareness month. Yeah. And so we're really excited to be doing this podcast, particularly in this month to raise awareness of this condition and the number of different ways that it can be treated and the number of people who are affected by it and where people can go to turn for help. Yeah. And that's right here at the National Spine Health Foundation.
I know, Ella, when you first uh, came to us, you had created a PowerPoint um, with some images and some pictures and- Yeah. Tell me about what you were thinking when you put that together. Um, I know that when you showed your medical team that they were really excited and they said, you've got to go talk to the National Spine Health Foundation. Yeah. I wanted to put it together because I mainly just want to help other people. I had almost zero, I had no help when I first got diagnosed and had to wear a brace. I knew no one that had to wear a brace. It was really rough. So I just want to give back and help other people. That's so great. Ella, what are your hopes and dreams for volunteering with us? What would you, you know, if you could say there, there were, you know, in helping people, what, what do you, what is your vision for what that could look like? I hope other people reach out to us so I can work with other people and give them advice and tips on how to wear the brace, where to find clothing, and mentally, just to help them mentally, someone to talk to. And Ella, do you think that we'll be able to do that through digital communications? Do you think this is, these are some good platforms and how do you think we can go viral with some of this information? What are some of your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think social media is a great way to reach out to other people and it's easier for other people to reach out to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of creating that two-way street of information and and figuring out how to get the word out, right? I mean, I think that's, that's, that's the challenge and opportunity that social media brings us is that we can reach wide audiences, but then we've got to figure out how to get our message out there. So yeah, we're so excited to have you be part of our team and volunteering with us this summer, creating some fun things for social media to let people know you can get through this. There is hope. There is information. There are people to talk to. You don't have to feel alone. And that it's not, you know, this is not a rare thing. It's it's an unusual thing, but there is togetherness in getting through it. Yeah. We're so excited to have you with us, Ella. We're so happy that you've you've overcome your scoliosis and that you're able to run cross country and to dance and jump in the pool, stay at the pool as long as you want and do all of those great things. And the world is open now. So opportunities to gather and be out there, sort of like all the stars are aligning for you, Ella. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ella, it was so much fun getting to know you better on the show today. I know our audience will be inspired by your story of resilience. I think it would have been really easy for you to give up, but you fought through the challenges. And I think you're going to continue to experience a very rewarding retirement from your brace because of sticking with your program. You are a spinal champion and we congratulate you. Thank you for your time today and have the best summer ever. At the National Spine Health Foundation, something we believe in most is providing hope for recovery through sharing stories of success and expertise. It isn't always easy to find someone to relate to, even though 100 million Americans suffer from neck or low back pain each year. To hear more stories of spinal champion recovery and access educational materials about spine health, visit us at spinehealth.org. If you're interested in supporting our show financially, you may contribute at the link provided. Thank you for listening. 
content and views expressed on the Get Back to It podcast are for information purposes and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical advice. To read our full disclaimer, visit spinehealth.org.